You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, I look at every city. Every city has a downtown that has buildings, and those buildings have a window. And they didn't just build that one. They built that window for somebody to work inside that one. So that's why I look at it for me to set staff. I can go any city staff and put someone inside of that window. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. All right, guys, welcome back. EYL special edition. We back home, back in New York, um, but we got a Detroit Flavor to Yo, it. Our Detroit lineage is growing. Yeah, we got a whole crew in Detroit. It's crazy. Yeah, shout battle. out to Ken. Yeah. Shout out to Jalen Rose. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Chill. 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 Et. Yes. Uh, who else am I? Am I missing? We know a lot of people in Detroit. Yeah, man. Detroit, like, it's like old New York. I feel like it's just like a lot of. How far back you going? Like, in, <laughs> like nineties, like nineties era. Like it's it's just like a lot of dudes that's just real cool, get money. Like it's like it's not like over the top flashy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like a lot of places we go to, and it feels like you're in a rap video twenty four seven. A lot of pretentiousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detroit just like real like genuine people. Solid dudes, stand up yeah. dudes. Yeah, and 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 the females just show a lot of love too. Shout out to them. Allegedly. That's what I heard. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, but the last time we was in Detroit, we interviewed Jalen Rose. Yeah. And um, on that trip, we did a couple of other pit stops. So my guy Chill, shout out to Chill, he had connected um, with us in, in AB, and he said that he wanted to take us on a tour of a watch company, Shinola. 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 And uh, he was just talking about, like, you know, it's a watch company, and- you know, my guy, he's in there and kind of gave us the spill. Yeah. I, I was like, all right, cool. I wasn't really fully focused on it, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like, all right. I think we, we stayed yeah. at the hotel a few times too. Yeah, we did stay at the hotel. Yeah. Um, so long story short, we got to the to the um the office and it's really dope. And we got a good education on watches. Yes. We're both watch connoisseurs. And they told us how it's an it's an American-based company. Mm-hmm. And they were taking kids from Detroit and teaching them how to be master watchmakers. 
and like giving us the whole education on how to actually make a watch, a timepiece, clocks, yeah. different things of that nature. And it was actually very interesting. Um, so Mario Kelly, we got introduced to him through Chill, and he's the one that actually set the tour up for us. So we met him, and then he started telling us his backstory, which is actually yeah. something that's very interesting within itself. So after the conversation, we're like, yo, we just got to get you on EYL, bro. Let's do it. And two weeks later, we're here. So we're here. I'm going to give the backstory. A little hibachi well, first in between. And, yeah. <laughs> first and foremost, um, welcome. Welcome to New York. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Let's have me on here. All good. So when we met Mario, he said that, all right, he has a staffing company and mm -hmm. he has a cleaning company. And he started it, I think, with $27? $27 yeah. for his cleaning job. I think that was the word. I was like, yo, Shai, he started with $27. you are like, yo, we got to get him on the show. Yeah. I didn't say less. Well, <laughs> what, what happened was it was two things. He started with $27, so yep. that's a good story within itself. But he, it, it was a proof of concept that was already, he's, it's working. Mm -hmm. So he has, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Ford Field. Yep, Ford Field. Ford Field. Uh, Little Caesars Arena. Little Caesars Arena. So the Pistons. Um, Comerica Park, Detroit Tigers. Comerica Park. Fox Theater. Fox Theater. Uh, DTE. So any any sports or entertainment company, I mean, venue in the city of Detroit. So that's pretty impressive because that's like every, that's the baseball team, the football team, and the basketball team. And, uh, and hockey. And the hockey team. Yep. And he does staffing uh, for the cleaning, right? Yes. So two things. I've been wanting to do an episode on cleaning services for a while. So that was one. And then the fact that he's been able to scale in such a short period of time. Yeah. And the fact that he started with very limited resources. So yeah. And the journey. Like the journey to get to the the staffing is like incredible. Right? Like and we'll get into it. But the just the grind and the hustle and the determination to say, like, I'ma do something and do it special. But like and then take over the city? Like you really took over the city. With the city on my back, let's say that. <laughs> Literally. So <laughs> let's let's bring this back. When did you start? Uh, I started with the staff and, and actually just getting the name and business cards in like 17, 2017. It was just more so just setting up a name um, and just learning about it as far as YouTube, Google, different things like that. So it started. So it's two it's two things that you have going on, right? You got a staffing company and then you have a cleaning company? Yes, I have a staffing agency and then I have a cleaning, a corporate cleaning company. So what started first, staffing or cleaning? Staffing started first. All right. So how did you, what gives you the idea to have just randomly start a staffing company? Uh, well, I've, I've all growing up in the projects, there was a gentleman down there named Mr. Love. Mr. Love used to get people jobs from the projects with Pepsi-Cola. So Pepsi-Cola had a $72, $72 million tax abatement um, to, they put a new factory in the neighborhood. So with that, they had to hire 100 people from the neighborhood. So Mr. Love used to set up jobs for people from the neighborhood with Pepsi-Cola. So growing up, I always knew about staffing. But later on in life, uh, Wolverine Packing, they own the projects now. They came down there, and they were looking for 50 people to get hired. They couldn't find anyone. They had white guys walking around the projects with suits on. They thinking it's the FBI. So the people in the neighborhood were like, the people in the neighborhood were like, boys here. Yeah, you have to uh, get in contact with Mario Kelly, you know. So they ended up getting in contact with me because I'm I've been doing community community service, you know, some like a community activist prior to that, um, you know, getting coach for kids, you know, free lunches for the kids and stuff. So my name was in the community as a community activist. Um, so when they came down, they needed fifty people to work. I ended up getting 150 people to fill out an application. So after that, he was just like, you need to start a staffing company. 
And I said, well, you know, you, you're going to have to be rich to start a staffing company. You know, I, I'm thinking that's more of a, a white collar majority business. I'm like, you have to be rich to start a staffing company. He's like, no, no, you don't. So from that point, I dove right into YouTube, learned about markup, uh, scaling, recruiting, anything about staffing. I dove right into YouTube and just for like a good six to nine, six to nine months, just learned about staffing. So just watched every staffing video that you... Anything. YouTube University. So YouTube. What, what did you learn while you were watching those videos that helped you start the company? Um, it's more so just about the main thing with staffing is uh, recruiting and markup. Understanding how to build a client's different clients, um, you have to build them at different rates. You know, if it's a 40 hour a month rate, you know, it may be 40 hour a week, I'm sorry, you may have to build them a little bit different than someone's just, just attempt to hire. You know, so it's just more so learning about the markup and the and, uh, recruiting. So you got, the story is the $27, but I want to get to the point where you're at 27 Cause I know you shared to me the story about the rubber. I see you still got the rubber bands on. Yeah, I, t I ain't I took it off. Rubber band. Well, there's a story behind that. That's why I said it. Yeah. So can you tell us, I mean, how we got down to the 27 and just that determination to get you to the say, all right, I'm gonna start the staffing company. Um, I was, I was actually got divorced, was homeless. Um, my ex-wife at the time had got a, a lawsuit for like 250,000. And I came home to a dear giant letter with $1,500. So at that point, I literally had to figure out what can I do. So I knew that um, back in the day, the WWJD, what would Jesus do, rubber bands? I said, let me figure something out like that. But these are called reminder bands. So it's to remind you to believe in what you want to do, believe in your dreams, you know. So I was going around downtown. I ended up ordering these for three cents off of uh, Made in China. Uh, so I'm just going around downtown just asking people, do you believe in yourself? And if you say yes, okay, give us a donation. You know, I went around downtown for about six months doing that. Uh, one time the city council stepped in. I gave the city council some rubber bands. They put it on their Facebook page and it just blew up from there. So now when I'm coming downtown, people are literally looking for me. They call me the Believe Man. So now they're giving me five, ten, fifteen dollars for a rubber band. So now I'm using it like a hustle. I'm hustling. I'm copping. Three cent, get a thousand rubber bands, go back and sell them, get another thousand rubber bands, back and forth. You know, this is my job. So that leads you to how much money did you get up to, right? Because um, that's well, important. From the rubber bands, I ended up getting up to seventeen thousand. You know, I'm still in the van, um, putting putting my savings in the little spare tire in the back of the van, and I end up getting up to seventeen thousand and end up riding. So now I'm learning about manifestation. And I'm parking in front of people's houses in, a, in a, like the suburbs of Detroit because this is where I, I live at. This is how I feel like I, this is where I live. So every night I'm coming, I'm parking somewhere. And uh, one night I ended up seeing a guy selling his house in the area. So now my, my whole mindset is to get up to the 17,000. Well, I got the 17,000. So I approached him with that uh, to buy the house. You bought, you, sold, you bought the house? Yeah, I bought the house. Oh, we left that part of the story out. <laughs> and I ain't even go. That's just the, that was that's the foundation of, 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 of me starting all of that because I had to have a place to stay. I was just really just wanted to get the house so I can take a shower and sleep and just so, get downtown. So that was like the down payment? No, you know, Detroit has a, a house market. Oh, the, the house was ran down. Oh. You know, so I so ended up getting- you purchased the house for $17,000. 6500 6500 6500 Land bank? Yep, land bank house. Detroit land bank, yep. So it was a like dilapidated house. Yeah. In a good neighborhood, a bad house in a good neighborhood. Uh, it was a good house in a great neighborhood. It was just, it was abandoned. 
Oh, it was abandoned. Mm -hmm. no it was abandoned. It was just it was a you know great neighborhood, University District. So it's one of the best neighborhoods in Detroit. Okay, so you took over the bando. And what, <laughs> what happened? Took over. No, really, it was it was a bando. I took over the bando. Um, ended up getting the bathroom together. That was the first thing I saw. I felt like I needed was just a toilet and a shower, and just clearing a room out where I can just sleep. So that was the the concept, just getting a bathroom and a room together so I can get the job, you know, go back down there with the rubber bands. So from there, it just room by room. Okay, now I got the bathroom, my room. Let's get the kids' room together. Let's get the living room. Let's get the kitchen. Oh, so you're attacking it piece by piece. Yeah, so. So you got the house. You study on YouTube University. Is this happening at the same time? Yes, I'm I'm still staffing, looking yeah. into everything. I'm learning about staffing at this particular time. So what is the transition? When do you, obviously you're doing the bands. At some point you stopped doing the bands, right? Well, the bands went to t-shirts. Okay. So now they're asking for shirts. Uh, we had a local uh, choir called the Detroit Youth Choir. I don't know if you guys ever heard. They were on uh, America's Got Talent. They reached out to me because they were trying to, do, I started doing collaborations. So anybody that had anything going on, it would be Believe in EYL. Believe in DYC. So I'm just trying to do collaborations with anybody in the city to get the brand going. So I ended up collaborating with the Detroit Youth Choir. Uh, got them some shirts made and everything. And then Shinola reached out because they wanted them to come on a tour of the headquarters. So at this particular time, the Detroit Youth Choir was huge in the city. You know, it just came off um, second place from America's Got Talent. The city had came together since they lost America's Got Talent. The city came together and gave them a million dollars. Mm. So they were like the whole city was behind them. Um, so while with the t-shirt, Shinola reached out to me and said, "Hey, we want to do a tour with you guys with the youth choir." So that's how, that's what the first step of the Shinola. They said, "Call Mario Kelly." Well, actually, they called uh, uh, Mr. White from Detroit Youth Choir, and he just he contacted me and said, "Hey, you want to go on this tour with us?" You know, so. I remember um, Envy and uh, Angela Yee was telling us how they bought a house for like $10,000 in Detroit like a few years ago. Mm -hmm. That was a nice house. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice house. <laughs> they probably have to put nothing with a furnace and hot water tank in there. Uh, that was crazy. So, all right. So, okay. So now you're making t-shirts. Yeah, now I'm making t-shirts. Then what's the next step after that? Uh, once we do the tour at Shinola, the same tour that we, we did. Yeah. Uh, we walk into a room with some board members to sit down and the room is dirty. So as we coming in, they're trying to clean up. And I say, hey, I got a cleaning company. Uh, Did you have a cleaning company? Well, you know, growing up, we all have cleaners. You know, we all had <laughs> chores to do. So I knew how to clean, but having an actual cleaning company. You didn't company, have the actual cleaning you know, company. You, you spoke it into existence. I spoke it into existence yeah, right there. I just seen it was, a, it was an opportunity. Listen, everybody, this is your man, Steve Harvey. My partner's over at Earn Your Leisure. They are kicking off their first Invest Fest World Tour on October 31st. I got my gun on me, I'm with the killies. I got my gang on the hump for the spinach. You say up and I've come for the finish. It will be, get a load of this, at the Royal Albert Hall in London, England. This year's speakers list include Earn Your Leisure, Terrence J., Wall Street Trapper, Eon Dunlap, my business development director, Tabidi Stevens, 19 Keys, and many, many more. Get your tickets before they are gone at investfesturo.com. You know, so um, they were like, oh, okay, well, you know, you can come in and give us a proposal and different things like that. You know, at this time, I'm, I don't know anything about how to 
you know, run a proposal for a cleaning company. Now, I've studied the staffing, yeah. but the cleaning, no, I didn't understand how to do that. So I got home. Uh, I was ex excited just to be, to had an opportunity. Like, you know, they got a black guy. They said, I can come in Shinola and clean. Um, I'm just trying to put a budget together. Like, okay, how many people will it take? Three people, seven hours. This is what I pay them. So this is what I should charge them. I think I came up with a price like maybe like 6200 or something. It was just enough to pay my employees for a month, and I think I added like maybe fifteen hundred on top. When I was, I was happy with that. You know, I thought that's what it was. Not thinking about supplies, taxes, or anything else. I was just excited to have the opportunity to at least present them a proposal. Um, so after I um, put the proposal together, it was like six thousand. I called one of my mentors and told him about it. And then he asked me, he said, uh, did you, you know, get a Freedom of Information Act? Did you apply for like the old contract for the old company to see how much they're paying? And I said, no, you know, a FOIA, it's called a FOIA. He said, What's it called? A FOIA, Freedom of Information. So anytime you're trying to get some information from a school or anything, you can apply for a FOIA with them, Freedom of Information Act, and they'll give you the last contract. So you can have a reference point. Yeah. Mm. So, but at this time, I'm only like 6,200, you know, so I sent them an email I never received the paper back until the day of the, the interview to the, when I present the proposal. So as we're walking in, I receive the email, I look at it, <laughs> and it's three times the amount that I'm... Proposing? Yes. So they was getting paid 18000 A little bit under eighteen. Okay. The yeah. previous company? The previous company. You know, and I instantly seen it, man. It a just, month, right? A month. Okay. You know, <laughs> I instantly seen uh, it. Got gas instantly, you know, just <laughs> seriously, like, just start farting just <laughs> uncontrollably. <laughs> you know, because my mindset is set on $6,200, you know, $1,200 profit. I'm good. I'm already spending it. I'm already planning and scaling what the next thing is. So once I seen that, I said, wow. You know, I went into that, to that meeting and told him I needed a couple more days to put the proposal together. Listen, guys, um, about the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the meeting. Can we reschedule this? <laughs> yeah, we can reschedule this meeting until uh, a little bit later. So I, I took about two weeks. I ended up sending, emailing in the proposal. Um, so this is more so like the end of 2019 now, uh, right before the pandemic. So I'm calling. they like, oh, yeah, we got you. We're going to get back with you or whatever. So now January 2020, uh, when the pandemic is kind of revving up a little bit. Um, so now I'm watching TV and I see in Wuhan, China, they're walking up the street like fogging something. I'm like, damn, I'm telling my friend, like, what you think that is? I'm like, how is people just walking through that? I'm like, we should bring that here. So I ended up Googling what they were doing. It was electronic fogger, electronic sprayer rather. Um, and that just sprays and cleans everything in a room, you know, within 20 to 30 minutes. So I ended up ordering that. So the next thing I did now is I dove into the CDC, you know, uh, the, centers, the Center of uh, Disease and Control. That's what runs... You know, anything about germs, that's just shut the city, the world down. So I'm starting to study them now. Based in Atlanta. Yep. Yeah. Headquarters. Yep. So I'm now I'm starting to study the CDC. So as I'm learning, I'm being slick. I'm starting to email Shinola, everybody. Hey, make sure your cleaning company is using this product. Make sure they're doing this. You know, make sure the CDC says that they should do this. Make So anything that I'm learning from the CDC, I'm emailing Shinola to say, hey, make sure your cleaning company is doing this. Because if they're not, I will. You know, I'm great, a great yeah. strategy. I, I'll do it. So. Now it feels like you're the expert in the space. Like, yo, if they're not doing that, they yeah, should be. They should this be. This is what the experts are doing. Yes, exactly. 
So, um, anonymous tip. Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 1-800-Crimes. Detroit guys. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm emailing them probably like twice a week. I mean, everybody. And, I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. If you have a Shinola info at Shinola, I'm putting you in the in the spread. I don't care if you're doing the watches or you're on the board. You know, I just want everybody to know that I know what I'm doing. You know, between the CDC and the EPA, I'm studying every product that cleans Corona, cleans uh, any bacteria. I'm just, I want to know how to clean. Uh, so around March, I get a call. So now I'm also promoting on fo- Facebook, social media. So March, I get a call from the church. They said they want to do a, a clean. They wanted to get the building clean. Um, I went and looked at it, went and bought some products. So that's where the $27 came in. Is That job right there was the first cleaning job I had. I just had to buy $27 worth of products. Mm. Um, it was actually on my birthday in 2020, March 21st. Um, actually I did the job. I, I took that day off and did the job the 22nd and the 23rd. So we went in there for the, tw- the 22nd and the 23rd, did a two, two day job. But halfway through there, another church was calling me that they recommended me to. So the $27 turned into 1500 for that job. Then I had another $1,500 job the next day. And then when I'm halfway through there, they're recommending me for another company, another church. Is it just you or you got the staff to do it with you? Well, that's where the staffing company comes in now because now I'm calling, going back into my website, pulling names and saying, hey, I got a job for $150. You want to come work for two days? So that's where I'm bringing three, four people in there with me. Well, three people with myself and we just going in and smashing the the churches. Knocking the churches down. When did, um, when did, all right, let's get to the staffing conversation so as a staffing agency how do you find people or how did you find people at the beginning just people that you knew or you put an ad on a website like how did you uh, find people? Uh, in the beginning i'm going into the neighborhoods where i'm from you know i play football i coach football Wait, what part of detroit you from i'm from the east side the projects the east what what project is that uh 75 in canfield 75 in canfield brewster's Diggs, paul roses three it's like it's about six projects in one you just named a lot of names. 75 Canfield, Brewster, and Paul Robinson? Uh, 75 and Canfield is, is collectively. That's the, all of them that won. But they're called the Brewster Homes, the Diggs Homes, and the Paul Robinsons. And they're all in a, one neighborhood? In one one block. They tore all of them down? No, no, no. Uh, well, that's the Brewsters. They tore the Brewsters down and built Comerica Park. Oh, okay. So the Diggs oh, wow. and the Paul Robinsons. Oh, they, that, that's where the um, project was? Where yep. Comerica Park yep. is? Right, right where the Coles place. Yep, home base. And Ford Field right next to that? Yep. Four field right next. But what to was that. what was prior to Four Field? Was all it? all of that was like projects and retail shops. So it was the projects was downtown. Yep. That's crazy because we just left Chicago. Yeah. And they was telling us um, similar situation where they had uh, I think it was Caprini Green. Yeah, Caprini Green. And um, that was downtown, and they tore that down. And uh, yeah, that's pretty that's a pretty common theme. Yeah. Because a lot of in like the 70s, a lot of people left the inner cities and went to the yeah. suburbs and mm-hmm. all the inner cities in America got bad. And then in the 90s, people wanted to start coming back into the inner cities. And then that's when the gentrification of the inner cities happened. But um, yeah, that's uh, like even in Baltimore, I used to live in Baltimore, like with a wire that was like in, in a harbor almost like, mm-hmm. and then they tore that down and it's like just townhomes now. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, we went to Tulsa, same, same similar situation. They put a baseball field where a lot of the bombing had happened. And we're like, wait, how did the Dodgers, did they not notice? Like, is there a moral <laughs> responsibility here? But yeah, I mean, we've seen it happen. All right. So, so so you start with the neighborhood. 
people that are just in the neighborhood that need jobs. Yeah, people that need jobs in the neighborhood or um, like homeless shelters. Okay. And you just have a database of people. Um, at first, I was just really just going, knocking on doors. I didn't even have a website. You just writing down names? Like writing pen, down, and, pen and paper? Pen and paper. How many names did you get? Um, at, well, the first job I had probably had about 40 names, 40 people. Oh, well, well, about 20 people, the first job. Uh, so I'm just going around not writing names down. If you want to work, come on, work with me. Um, Are you having like a priority? Like it's like a job interview. Like this person is probably the, the number one pick if I have that job. This person, I don't know. At that, at that time, no. It was just whoever, it was whoever's just, available. You want to work? You got some time to work? You want to make some money? Come on. People like, yo, 150 cash today. Today, come work. Who's with me? Clean, yes. Going door to door sometimes in the projects. You know, I made a flyer sometimes, and then I'll have the kids in the neighborhood pass them out to the doors, you know, and put my name at the bottom. If you want to work, $150. How, how did you do, uh, determine your pricing? Like, what percentages did you realize that that's how much I could pay to the employees that come, and this is how much I'm going to keep, and this is how much I'm going to need for the next job? Well, uh, at that time, it was more so about how much do I think, how much would I do the job for? You know, I'd do something like this for $150, mm -hmm. you know, um, I wasn't even, like I said, I was learning the whole pricing uh, and, and paying different people like that. So this is really like post-pandemic. No, this is right during the pandemic. So it's, um, I'm really learning the pricing. Mm. You know, it's That's, not- You're figuring this out on the fly. Figuring it out on the fly. I don't have no, really no huge mentors to really go to that, yeah. that really teach me about the staff and it's more everything on the fly. So when did Shinola come back around and say, all right? Uh, they came around, around June. June, they ended up calling me. I had, I ended up joining a um, a company that gives you leads as far as you can pay $300 a month. And it's like a Facebook page where you get leads. People call here. If they want their house clean. They want their company clean. So I had another corporate, a big co corporate company before Shinola. They came in like May. It was called Ford Motor Company. I was going to say Ford. Yeah, so part, right? Ford Motor it's Company. It's called Ford Motor Company. <laughs> <laughs> Might have heard of them. <laughs> Might have heard of them. Might have heard of them. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. called Ford Motor Company. And it's called course. Ford Motor Company. That's I like I, this guy. <laughs> so they, they, they picked me up uh, in May, uh, 380,000 square feet. That was my So how, how did that happen? How did that I was off this lead, uh, this page that I, I paid for this lead company and, oh, they, and they contacted they, me through oh, the lead. Oh, they contacted, Human Resource contacted oh, okay. me through this lead company. Okay. So uh, they were looking for a staffing company. Yeah. No, they were looking for a cleaning company. They were looking for a cleaning company. Looking for a cleaning company. So the cleaning, uh, I started cleaning um, Ford Motor Company, and then next month, Shinola called me and just said, "Are you ready?" You know, I was like, "Yes." I ran out of my house to the church, got to praying because I knew that, you know, the that was a platform. You know, that was a huge amount of money a month. You know, and then once I got Shinola, I used that the pictures and because that brand is so big in the corporate level. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as the majority, their brand is is like. It's a luxury brand, you know, only to the minorities. We, we don't really look at them as a, a luxury brand. It's Gucci, Louis, and different things like that. So on that corporate level, they were looking at them like, well, if he can clean Shinola, I know he can clean that. So I used this lead page. I just used pictures every day, took pictures every day and uploaded them. Uploading them on, a, on, on between Google and this, and this uh, app. I'm just uploading pictures and content like Facebook. Uh, so now more people are calling in. Um, more people are are hitting the link up, you know, to try to get cleaning jobs and things. Well, get get us to you to clean. So Ford Motors is not it's not Ford Field yet. No, no, it's no, Ford no. Motors. 
So we get the Shinola thing. Now, you knew what they were paying. Now, did you use it to your advantage and say, look, if they were paying 18, maybe now, because I've been doing this for a little bit, maybe I charge them 20? Or did you take the other approach and saying, in order for me to get this, I know they're charging 18. Let me tell them I'll do it for like 16 so they can save money and make it more of a sweetening type deal. Well, I'm going to tell you, I put myself on probation for a year. Mm. Um, I took a lot less than what you just said. Okay. You know, I, I went down to prove myself. You know, I said, well, let me let me start here. And then when I come back, I can shoot a little higher and then have a couple more, add a couple more years onto it. You know, because I'm a minority black black guy. You know, I don't, I'm pretty sure in the back of their mind, they're like, well, can he do it? So let me prove myself first. Let me shoot for 14 and put myself on a one-year probation. So once I prove that I can do this in one year, then I can shoot for back to the 18 and maybe a two- to three-year contract. So now you got, it's a luxury brand, like yeah. you said. Now you still going to the hood to get the, the staffing, saying like, well, I, like who, how, how's the selection process now? Are you saying like, yo, we're going to bring them in because we, we're cleaning. I'm going to make sure everybody learns the process. Like, what's that like? So with, the, with Shinola, I, I, I handpicked those people to work at Shinola, honestly. So I, were do, I was doing interviews for Shinola. I have a more of an older staff for Shinola, a lot of older ladies. Mm. Shout out to Tracy. That's my supervisor up there. Uh, she holds it down. So when I started doing, um, I, I put it out there that I was looking for people for Shinola, a certain style, a certain type of person, you know, because they have millions and millions of dollars worth of watches, you know, just sitting around as you've seen. And mm -hmm. anybody can walk in there and pick something up. So I had to really do a good screening. Uh, ended up picking three people. And um, we went in there. Boy, y'all did that whole building? Yeah, I mean, every day. Yeah, two, That's three in the morning, three at night. That's a big building, bro. <laughs> well, it looks big. It looks big. So but it's just about being able to have the schedule and knowing what to do at what time, you know. Just like, like sports, you know, just making sure that you got the right play at the right time and executed with the, with the right people in play. You know, so a lot of the people actually, I know they love me. My 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 staff love me up there. So whatever it takes to get the job done, they're going to do it. So when did you start getting into the sports world? Um, so now that I'm promoting the Shinola on, on different uh, platforms, social media platforms, uh, my name is Believe Three One Three. So I'm I'm pushing that with on Google. Uh, so when when during the pandemic, nobody wanted to take that job. You know, the arenas are closed. This is more so like June of 2020, July of 2020. So all the arenas are closed. Mm -hmm. no, no fans are coming in. Um, the Tigers were looking for a staffing company to step in, but nobody wanted to go with their price. They were only offering $12. You know, so $12 at this particular time with, with your markup, it wasn't a lot of money. They were offering $12? Per person. To, to, per person. That they wanted to play their pay their employees. Okay, so they were offering $12. So if you staffing them, you could probably, you got to pay them at least, what's the minimum wage? Nine fifty. So you got to pay them at least $10. Yeah. So it's a $2 profit margin. No, I also can put my markup on top of the 12 They want to pay the employees 12 Okay. Then I put my markup on top of that. Okay. So um, it still wasn't, it wasn't nothing. So, but I took it in order just to prove myself again. You know, just to prove it to them, but they were only, I think they had 60 people trying to clean these buildings. Earn Your Leisure is supported by First Republic Bank. You've worked hard, and now it's paying off. That's why it's time to start working with a financial partner who will always have your back. With First Republic Bank, you get a personal banker who's ready to sit down, listen, and provide the answers you need, no matter how complex your questions are. 
Whether you're interested in residential lending or curious about other banking products, you can reach out to your own personal banker by phone or email or visit in person. It's all a part of First Republic's commitment to delivering extraordinary service every time. To learn more about their extraordinary service, visit firstrepublic.com. That's firstrepublic.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You know, um, so I stepped in there uh, to $12 for about a month. So what I ended up doing was doing a, a market analysis through the major leagues. So I seen that the Yankees were paying $27 to their cleaning company. The Red Sox were paying uh, 25 you know, uh, the Minnesota Twins. So I ended up doing a market analysis through all the major league baseball teams and taking it to them. And just handed everybody some paper and just told them, are we going to continue to be last on and off the field? Would they say when you said that? Oh, they just looked at the paper and <laughs> I have a meeting at 15. You, you can have this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Did I, they raised the price? Yeah, most definitely. I get the prices right before I even got to the elevator. You know, so we raised the price and then that's when we came with the $15 and $18. Um, some holidays, $22.50, um, supervisors, $25.50. So I got the price raised up. And then it was just more so just getting the people now. How many people did you need for that? Um, on the average, it's about 140 a week. And it's still neighborhood? No, now now I'm using social media mm. to to reach out to the city of Detroit now. Like So this is interesting, right? Because you start during a pandemic. Yeah. Baseball came back, just no fans came back. Baseball came fast, no, no fans. No yeah. fans. So like... You don't need 140 for that, right? So, like, what's that look like in the beginning? Because, like, you're not dealing with fans. And then, I guess, in the playoffs, they started letting fans back. But So, like, when fans started coming back. They started letting a certain amount. I think it may have been, like, less than 10,000. Right, right. It was, so like, less than 10,000 uh, can come back into the arena. So, it was more so, like, a trial run, I would say. It wasn't like it, like it is now. Yeah. No. Nah. It was more so. It was dirty, but it wasn't as dirty as it is now. So, it was just more so... God just set it up like that so I can train myself, train and get ready for this year and yeah. next year. So it was um, it wasn't really dirty, but it was dirty enough to learn. And you, you the, the filthier the better. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so you got the, the baseball thing going. Now you're reaching out. On, so social media, you're just putting the word out there, and people just sending you their resume. Well, um, in Detroit, you know the, the, this this this. Um, the culture we're in right now is all social media. So, you know, people in Detroit are not watching the news 247. They're not in the free press. They're on their phone. And we have a local news company that's an Instagram news. is called Metro Detroit News. Metro Detroit News? Metro Detroit it's like, News. It's like, what's Atlanta's thing called? <laughs> ATL, um, something like that, where it's like all of the the stuff that happens in Atlanta. Yeah, everything that happens in Atlanta. News. All yeah. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah, the robberies. All the robberies. And so you got people like, Who's on the west side? Some seeing something happen, they take a video, send it to him. Yeah. He pre promotes it, but he probably has about one point two million followers. Mm. So he's literally touching almost everybody in the city. Mm. Contacted him, got in a partnership with Metro Detroit News. So that's why we started doing the job fairs. I start promoting the job fairs on his page, and then I start using other influencers. So I use Metro Detroit News on Monday, uh, V Live Keys on Tuesday. Uh, you know. Uh, Jackpot, the Juice Man on Wednesday. So now, you know, it's just a mind thing. Now you're just like, damn, I just seen this yesterday. Mm-hmm. I just seen this two days ago. I'm going to go. And, and a lot of people are not, they don't have a job. 
They don't have no job. Well, what's, well, what's the job? It's a virtual job fair or in-person job no, fair? No, it was an in-person job fair. Where at? Uh, my office at my building. So you just come, people just come? Just come on up to the Horatio Williams Foundation uh, every Friday uh, between 12 and 3 at this particular time. And it started out with like 50 people, you know, and then word of mouth just started growing. The people who were coming to the job fairs were sharing it, taking pictures. How about the job fair? Put it on the Instagram. So week by week, it just gradually, you know. This got is actually run. a really good idea because it is good for a few different reasons. It serves a need because mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of unemployed people during this time. And you have an opportunity to give people a job. Mm -hmm. And then it's a good way to promote it on social media, mm -hmm. especially those type of like local influencers or that type of page where it's like everybody in the city is connected to that page. And... um you can actually scale pretty quickly because there's a lot of people that need work. Yep, exactly. That, exactly. I, they, how, they're W-9 employees? Like, how does that work? They insure? Uh, they, they, they 1099. Well, we have, uh, you know, we got workman's comp, but everybody signs a, a liability waiver. Okay. Uh, 1099 employees, so you just have to pay your taxes at the end of the year. Yeah, this is scaling pretty fast. So you, you got, you went from the churches, right? And then obviously you have Ford Motor Group, and then you went to Shinola. And then we got Comerical Park. Are you still taking the other jobs too? Are you still doing the churches? Or it's like, yeah. so we still have staff that's doing that. Still have and staff. now we just add into yeah. it. So now that's where the staffing comes. So now we're going to have to need three, four people for the churches during the week. We're still doing them. Yeah, we still need the staff for Shinola. Still need the staff for Ford Motor Company. Now we're in the, into the, the entertainment field now. The yeah. Sports and entertainment venues. You still hand, when are you not hands-on anymore? I'm all, I'm hands-on. Still hands-on. I'm still in it. Like, like, but I'm, I just started, you know, and then plus I want the people to, to understand me. I don't think that I ain't got some money that I didn't move to Bloomfield. No, I'm still here because I like the Undercover Boss, that show. You ever seen the Undercover yeah, Boss? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I watch that a lot. And then once I'm working with the mask on and the hat, I can learn and see who's working, who they complaining about, you know, and just really get a good feel and really now I can kick it with the people. Yeah. Are you still working? Yeah, I still work. But they know who you are. Yeah, they know who I am now. They know who I am, but I, I'm always there. But you're actually, you're actually working. You get my hand every in. day. Not every day. Every once in a while. Every every once in a while. But I do have my own accounts that I work. I have two of my own accounts because it's only like thirty minutes a day, three three times a week. But each account may pay anywhere between six to eight thousand. So what's the retention rate like for for your your staffing? Um, retention is 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 high. I mean, it's a revolving door, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, by being um, with the stadiums. You know, we only working if the Lions have a home stand. I mean, Tigers have a home stand for one week, six games, and then they're off for six weeks. They may be on on the road. So, the Lions have one game on Sunday. Then we may clean Tuesday and Wednesday. So you may work with just the football maybe twelve times a month, and then the baseball may be some similar between seventeen to twenty days a month. So retention is is high. That's yeah. why I have so many job fairs. You know, plus when people come into these stadiums, it's kind of intimidating, you know, to see a big stadium. Yeah. Like, damn, I got to clean this up. They get to the thinking they got to clean it by themselves, you know. So <laughs> retention is high. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, the revolving door. It's a revolving door. So that's why I have a lot of job fairs. What, what about products? Because obviously you started with the $27 in products. But as you're getting bigger jobs, more products, Product, so, yeah. like what's that expense like as you're, as you're scaling? Uh, it depends on where, where we're at. Um, like for Shinola. You know, products is twelve hundred a month. Um, for a motor company, it may be four hundred a month. Mm -hmm. 
but it depends on how you dilute the products too. Also, how the employees because you can you can stretch it uh, for the for the the stadiums. It's something crazy. <laughs> you know, it's in the tens of thousands a month just to the gloves, the bags, the uh, brooms, the mop heads. You know, all this stuff has to be bought. You know, on a weekly basis. Um. Yeah, it's an interesting business model because I used to work in an office and, uh, you know, I see the cleaning. They used to come through at night. Like if I was, if I stayed late, then they would come like, you know, like seven o'clock, seven, eight o'clock, like yeah. yeah, seven o'clock. And it was mostly all women or like mostly Spanish women that was doing the cleaning. Um, so I say that to say that, and this, they're saying that, they're saying that there's actually not enough people to fill jobs in the workforce. They're saying a lot of people don't want to work. Do you see that? No. Uh, honestly, I feel like there's, people want to work, it's just about who they want to work for. I feel like I get a lot of people because of who I am. Black male, come from the city of Detroit, and I get a lot of people like, man, I just want to help you. I, I really want to help you, man. I really want to help you uh, get this job and make these, and get some more accounts. You know, I have a lot of my employees that make $15 that's, you know, you would think they should be in the human resource department because they, how, how, how happy they are just to work with us and just to be down there like, man, we're going to get, I'm going to help you get another account. So I don't really think that, um, people want to work. It's about who they want to work for. And most of your employees are black, I'm assuming. Uh, 95% of them. I got, you know, I have this Spanish community in there now. I just, I just got another office in that area, Southwest Detroit that I'm trying to, poor to Spanish people, but I got a couple Caucasian males. So is it, what's the percentage between men and women? Um, I would say about 60, it depends, 60, 40. 60% women? 60% women. No, no, 60% men. Oh yeah? 60% men. Because when you see those jobs, a lot of times, most, a lot of the, the like it's, it's women. Yeah, it's a lot of women. A lot, a lot of a lot those of women, times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting that um, you have majority of men. Yeah. But you got to think about it also. We, we're cleaning inside the stadiums. So with Shinola and Ford, those are all women. Okay, because that's you know, office buildings. That's office mm-hmm. buildings. So the stadium the is stadium more, is more, more of a heavy duty. It's type. more heavy lifting. Heavy lifting, like yeah. You know, you, you may have two rows. I'll have two rows. You'll have two rows. And we both have two bags. And we're cleaning those two rows around the whole stadium. So those bags get filled up real fast. And uh, you want to have a guy to carry it to the top. So. So how's your back office look? Because at this point, you you got to have systems in place, right? Yeah, so yeah. what's your corporate structure? Like you have like a secretary, VP of operations. Like who, what's your um, operations? At, at this particular time right now, I have a secretary. I have a human resource department and a payroll. I actually have a, uh, just got a VA, okay. which is very important. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I love her. I <laughs> uh, just got a VA. So they're doing um, timesheets. That's the that's the biggest part of the job is making sure the timesheets are correct because we have so many people on a day coming in and out of these stadiums um, <clears throat> that we get the timesheets correct because a lot of people don't come in and sign in at eight and leave at eight ten don't come back so that's where the VA is at but we have a, a VA human resource department payroll uh, secretary and I'm looking for an assistant is there like a supervisor on the site. So there's supervisors at every location, and there's a manager at every location. Okay, um, that's that's how I'm able to, you know, like I said, run the situ- the, the the jobs. Those are us. You got to have somebody at every spot, you know. And you handpick those people as well. Most definitely, most definitely. We we kind of skipped over it, but 
we keep saying the word stadium. How did we get four field? Because that that's eighty thousand people that can sit in there. And I, I know y'all y'all beat you know my Washington team uh, last week. <laughs> your, your first no, no, everybody doesn't have to laugh. <laughs> it's not very often that y'all win games, but um, y'all did. <laughs> y'all, y'all did. No, it's a beautiful stadium. We went to a uh, game last year. Beautiful we went stadium. to a historic game. It was uh, versus the Ravens. When, uh, it was the um the Justin Tucker the longest, hit that, that the field longest goal. field goal in NFL mm-hmm. history. Yeah. and it hit the crossbar and went in. And we was there. Okay, yeah, we, we was there for we that. We witnessed history. And I'm sure that your team was there after that. So how did we get? Was it the relationship from the Ford Motor Company? That got you into Ford Field. No. How did how did you get to Ford Field? Just doing the work with Comerica. Um, I did the work on that level, the corporate level. They don't care about nothing but getting the job done. Mm. So Comerica Park, I was able to get those. Anytime they sent me a request, if they said we hey we want forty people, I was able to get fifty. If they wanted sixty, they, I was able to get sixty five. So it's just word, just traveling amongst those corporate those corporate levels. So they told Ford Field, hey, we using Believe Three One Three over here. You need to do the same. Mm. And then that's the same thing with LCA. I was able to do the numbers and bring, see, Comerica Park is a lot smaller than Ford Field. So Ford Field was requiring 85 to 150 people on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get hit those numbers. And then that's when Little Caesars Arena and everything else came in. So, and you're getting them not just for the sporting events. You're getting them for like when there's concerts. Yes. And if there's like... Any type of programming. Anything that's going on inside of those stadiums we're doing. Um, I just um, scaled the business to another level. It's a company called ESI that does all the concerts around the world. So anytime there's a concert at Comerica for a field where they're setting the stage up and now putting the floor protection on the field. Ernest, what's going on? As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster, and for free. When we're looking for a sound engineer, a graphic designer, or an editor, LinkedIn Jobs is the first place we go. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hiring hashtag frame on your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash EYL. That's linkedin.com slash EYL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, I was going to ask you if it was just for sporting events or any other thing that was in the arena. Anything that goes on. Uh, if it's a conference or if it's a concert. Car show. Car show. You know, we just had the after party for the uh, <laughs> auto show. So we just cleaned that. So we clean anything from a small after party for the auto show to a sellout September 11th Lions game, you know, beating Washington. <laughs> this feels like, um, this reminds me of a conversation that we had. You remember the conversation? Uh, you didn't say. <laughs> or do you remember the conversation? I'm not sure. Which so one are you going to remember? When we met uh, Kaiser. Yo, it's crazy you said, I wrote that down. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, we sat down and talked and I'm like, he had that same mindset where it was like, Look at all these buildings. Well, he referenced it. And it's one of these things where, so we met a guy. Well, I, we met a guy in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And 
he's he's very under the radar, so I won't give too much of his situation, but he's very wealthy. Let's just say that. And he lives in Nigeria and he lives in London. So then I had, I met him in Nigeria. It was one of these things. It was like very mysterious. Like it's like out of a movie. I met him in Nigeria and then I actually had dinner with him in London. And then he popped up on us in New York and he just started, we was on the street in front of Madison Square Garden and he gave us like an hour and a half TED talk about everything in life. Like just, and I've been taking little bits and pieces of what he's been saying and Mm -hmm. like putting it out there. Like, and this, he was like, his thing is that he was in New York for like, I think a couple of weeks. And he said, every single day he checks into a new hotel. And he was like, every single day he walks around for hours. Just looking. And he was like, he's just looking. He was like, yo, y'all don't even understand how much opportunity you have in America. He's like, New York City? He's like, you crazy? And he was like, look at these buildings. He's like, all of these buildings, somebody got to clean these buildings. Yeah, yeah. He was somebody like, got to clean them. That's how somebody got to secure them. Yeah. Right? Like, you need staffing for all that. Yeah, I look at every city. Every city has a downtown that has buildings. And those buildings have a window. And they didn't just build that one. They built that window for somebody to work inside that one. So that's why I look at it for me to set staff. I can go any city, staff, and put someone inside of that window. Well, it's one of these things. You, it's like, you know, a lot of these businesses, vending machines and trucks. I never really thought about who's driving an 18-wheeler Mm-mm. until we actually got into it and we started entering. We was like, realized that's a business. Or vending machines. I never thought about who owns a vending machine. I just, you know, buy M&Ms from the vending machine. But then you realize... I never thought about who's cleaning because every building gets cleaned. Got to get cleaned. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's a high school. It doesn't matter. That's crazy. I was going to ask one. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's a church. It doesn't matter if it's an office building. It doesn't matter if it's an apartment building. Like at some point in time, it has to get clean. Yeah. And there's every contracts. Day. Every day. Yeah, there's contracts for this. And it's like what you're doing is so brilliant because you're actually doing community service as well especially the homeless shelter. I like that idea a lot because it's like now you're actually giving people an opportunity to work mm-hmm. and you're going to where people need jobs. Most you're in the projects, you're in the homeless shelters and you're putting it on social media. So even if you can't reach the people physically, they can reach you by, you know, seeing an opportunity online. Exactly. And I can just be imagine like being 19 years old and just being able to go to like, yo, I get to clean Madison Square Garden? Exactly. Yeah, I get to go inside? Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Like, even that slide. So it's like, your vision has given you opportunity, but it's also given other people opportunity, which is like very rare. Yeah. It's super rare. I always tell them uh, when you're going to do these cleaning jobs, you know, manifest your, your future. You know, just don't sit here and think, oh, I'm going to do this forever. No, put your plan together because you're working for, with a black man who was able to put you in this job. So use me as motivation. You know, don't come here and just get used to a job. No, use me for motivation and figure out what your purpose in life is. You know, and start believing in your purpose. So I was I was going to go to the park because you mentioned schools. So obviously you did the office buildings. You have, I mean, you took over downtown. Is working with school districts a part of the division or is that something like um, that, maybe? That, that's the next step uh, after, after we leave here. Uh, for the next four months, I'm going to go and start working on the schools and the malls. I actually, I just, uh, I had a contract where I had a, a proposal with the local mall. Uh, it was just a little too much. I don't want to take on too much at this particular time. So I, you know, I told him we we'll try to come back to that next year. It's too much as far as staffing? Um, no, it's just too much on my plate overall. With, okay. with you know, it's a seven day and it's a $2 million contract. Uh, it's, but it's a seven days a week, um, 24 hours basically because you got, Four people in the day, four people at night, 
and the four people at night would be working till like five in the morning. Um, the guy who just bought Oakland Mall, his name Mario, and then you know I just wanted to get all the cobwebs out, you know, as far as on his end, on my end, and then we'd just come back next year to do the malls. But my focus now is the school district, DPS, River Rouge, E-Course, any school district in uh, Southeast Mich- Michigan is what we're trying to turn towards now. We got to have you take over everything in Michigan. Got to. Let's start with Detroit. We're going to have StockX, if you're listening. No, no, you got to go Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert, Dan if you're Gil. listening. Big Dan. Big Dan, if you're listening. <laughs> Believe 313. Quicken Loans. Yeah, Quicken Quick Loans. Loans. Yo, we're going, now we're going to Cleveland. No, Quicken Loans, the office. I'm saying, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporate. But Bad take Rock. over the stadium, too. Huh? Take, take over the arena. Well, that's in Cleveland. I'm just saying that, that their headquarters is in, in Cleveland. Yeah, Detroit. Ally. Y'all know y'all watching. Oh, yeah, Ally. They good friends. Stop playing. Huntington Bank. <laughs> you know, I need... I need that. So, so obviously we we we're gonna lock down Detroit. Yes. Are we taking believe three one three to other cities, or so, we like in Michigan or in outside the state of Michigan? Um. So the end of twenty twenty three. That's the goal is to start trying to franchise believe three one three because believe is a universal word. You got believe, love, free, money. Those are all universal words, meaning that we can go to any city and say believe seven one eight, staffing. Mm-hmm. And the person gonna be like, oh yeah, this is my city, seven one eight. I'm, I'm gonna call them. Mm. We can go believe three hundred five, you know. So that's the goal overall is to take the show on the road to go, you know, 40, 40 states, seventy cities, you know, just be as big as as Kelly Services. But my whole thing is to monopolize the small level of staffing, you know, Kelly Services and many men in them are on those bigger levels where a lot of stuff like the stadium jobs they don't take because it's not it's not big enough. But I'll take those quarter million, half a million dollar contracts and just keep adding. I don't need 100% of this, 100%. I can take 5 and 4% and then add it all together. So those are the competitors in the space? Yeah. Well, I'm not a competitor. Just to say um, those are the other, those are the big dogs in the space. Okay. I ain't really feel like I'm in competition with nobody. So are you registered as like a, what is it, MWBE, Minority Business? Yes. You yes. registered as that? Yes, I'm a, a registered Minority Michigan uh, certification. So that's, that's been helpful, I'm assuming, as well. Huge, bro. That, that's, that was the best $350 I ever spent. You did that right away? I did that uh, when I first learned, when I was learning about the staff. You know, because that's, uh, I get a lot of, that's how I get a lot of my accounts too, you know. Because they have to have a certain amount for it. Yeah, and then these stadiums, they, it's, a, it's a hand, it's a one hand wash the other. You know, for them, they, every dollar they, excuse me, for every dollar they spend, they probably get 30%, 30 cent back, you know, just by me being a minority business. So it, it, it's a hand-to-hand thing. So anybody that's out there that's listening, that's a minority, you know, try to find out how you can get it certified in your state. Because just because you're black doesn't mean that you have a minority business. You have to get these credit, credit uh, go through these different channels. What about government contracts? Have you got any government contracts? Um, I haven't really stepped. Well, I, I did work with the Veterans Hospital, uh, but I did, I stepped away from the government contracts once the stadiums came in because it okay. was so much of the time. You know, uh, like I said, between a hundred to some the weekend I met y'all, we had four hundred people working that weekend. So the stadiums take so much of the time that I had to just really focus on that for the first year. Yeah, I think one of the the most incredible things you said. I was when I asked you, how many people do you have in the staffing agency now? Can you can you tell them how many people there is now? Um, well, as of today, when we was walking up here, we had uh, 3,108 people fill out applications so far, and this is from February. 
So that's why when people say, well, nobody wants to work. Oh, no, they want to work. It's just about being able to be in front of them. You know, a lot of people aren't on LinkedIn, Monster.com. They're not going to all of these mm-hmm. uh, Indeeds. So if it's a way you can get your business in front of them, besides them coming to you, that's that's the way to go as a social media. So this seems like a relatively, it doesn't really take a lot to start a staffing company, huh? You get the LLC. LLC, EIN. You get your business structure set up properly. And then you get the people, get a website, get the get the people first, I guess, to have like a database of like, this is willing people that's willing to work. Yeah. And then you pitch it to a company and yeah. say, look, I, I'm, I'll do your cleaning for you. Yeah. Are you interested? And that's it. You just got, you just got to get somebody to hire you. But you also have to have some money also because these companies are, you know, a 30 day net. You know, mm. so you, you know, that 30, in that 30, Infamous, so you know, I'm fronting a lot of, I mean, not a lot of everything. I'm, I'm paying everything up front, and then I get it on the back end. Thirty. So you paying the, the, the you paying the staff. Yeah, I'm paying front. all the staff up front. <laughs> net thirty, serious man. So you, so all right. So let's talk about that. So the net thirty means for anybody that doesn't know what that means, that means you get paid thirty days after the job is completed, which could turn to forty days, fifty days, depending on the process. You usually well, always get paid on time, or never. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't never expect never. to start a business. You're gonna get paid on time. This is uh, corporate level, so. Also, I, and a couple of my contracts, I have it work. Even though it's a net 30, I'm a smaller business, so I, I ask them to try to pay me within 14 days. Um, but anyone, you know, never got paid on time. I'm waiting on somebody right now. <laughs> 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 we sweating. But um, yeah, never got paid on time, honestly. But, you know, that's why you want to have at least two months worth of payroll in order to start this, this, this in, type In of, the bank at all times. Yes, in the bank at all times. You want to be able to have, figure out what your, your payroll is for two months and keep that in the bank just so, you know, you can be able to front the payroll because the worst thing to do is to have a person work and they show up on Friday and they can't get a check. Mm. You be you go viral real quick like that. Yeah. I, yeah, you can imagine. Yeah. That's <laughs> the, what Ian say, net now. That's it. Yeah. I, need that's the, the, I need net now. That's the new slang. Net We're now. doing net now. Net now. Yeah. Net now. Like we're doing the job now. We need to pay now. I like that. Respectfully. I like that. Respectfully. I, 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 need, to, I need that now. Um, Put that in the language in the next one. Yes, in the contract. Now. Now. You'll leave the stadium dirty. <laughs> so so I'm, you've taken over a lot of jobs. Because I'm assuming a lot of, most of these companies already had somebody that was working there. Yes. So what's your, like when you go, how are you knocking the person that's already there out? Um, it's just really, I wouldn't even say I'm knocking them out. A lot of these companies that are that I'm going to are already looking. Okay. They're already not satisfied with the people that they have. So they're just looking for someone to step in. So my pitch is, hey, I'm cleaning Shinola, I'm cleaning the arenas. So that alone should get me through the door. You know, should be able to give me at least to put a proposal in. Um, a lot of the companies that are cleaning these stadiums are out of state companies too, also. So they're franchise that may be in Houston. Mm. or Denver or something like that. So they don't have a home base here where I'm working. You will see me right there next to the people, all the people. You see me right there putting the floors down, cleaning up. So a lot of the clients like to see that too. And you're, they, from, and you're from Detroit. I'm from the city. so I, I, And you're a minority business too, yeah. so that helps as well. A key to the city is coming. Key to the city is coming. I, I mean, just, just thinking about what you're doing for the city, like where you're from, and the fact that Obviously, you've created your own business, but you're in point 3,100 
people. I'm assuming most of them come from the Detroit region. Yeah. Like, this is like award-winning shit that you're doing. Right? So it's key to the city's coming. I, I wonder now, like you said, you, you know, three days a week you'll go. What what distinguishes, like, all right, I'm going to do this job? Is it the time factor? Like, it's only 30 minutes so I can do other things and go see the other sites as well? Is that is that how you propose yeah, to get um, your time? You know, right now, by me able to put everybody in place, my time, honestly, is sort of kind of free. Mm. You know, so I have everybody in place. So now I'm like, let me take on some jobs in order to pay my bills or just natural living you know so if it's a job that i work three days a week i got two of them so it's like an hour a day like six hours a week i may work maybe close to fifteen sixteen thousand dollars a month can't beat that so <laughs> how do you know the, the right because i heard i don't know i heard somebody say before you should do two times like if 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 you're paying somebody ten dollars an hour you should charge a company twenty dollars an hour is that true? Like you should you should be able to get a hundred percent profit margin on. No, you're not going to get a hundred percent. You know, I don't even want nobody to believe that you're going to get a hundred percent. And a lot of times, it ain't really about some percentage. I have twenty percent, some thirty, some forty. But when I put them all together, that's what really matters. So, but it depends on the job, the longevity of the job, uh, about as far as the percentage, uh, and also the what job it is you know if it's something like uh putting the stage together yeah that may be like a 60 60 percent job because it's kind of dangerous um cleaning uh may be anywhere between 30 to 50 percent it just depends on the client the relationship you have with them um but whoever that was i'm looking for some 100 percent job Man, that might have been tech that might have been a tech staff yeah. maybe maybe they pay higher for the tech in the tech world yeah or, i would i would well, imagine that i would imagine that makes sense. so speaking of tech so you you're doing staffing, but your staffing right now is just cleaning, right? General labor. Are you, what's general labor? General labor is just um, assembly plants, cleaning. Okay. You know, uh, high school diploma. Okay. GED level. You know. Are you? Do you ever have plans of expanding staffing into different areas of staff, like medical staffing or tech staff? Like yes, I mean, I'm I'm really willing to whatever my client wants. So I cater to the client. So just right now, if I, if I have someone who wants tech, I'm going to go out and look, go to Tech Town in Detroit and look for some IT people. You know, if it's someone who's medical, I can go out and try to find some some RNs or different things like that. It just depends on the client and what they're looking for. Yeah, that's one of those things that will always be here, right? Medi the, the medical yeah. staffing is well, the crazy. medical And the tech staffing too. And I'm saying, but you got the relate Ford Motor Group, you got Ford Field, I got the biggest hospital in in, in Detroit, Henry right? Ford. Henry Ford. Clinton. Well, I, I've I've worked with them prior, but it wasn't um, the medical side. It was the the linen side, which that's really the biggest part of uh, the hospital. The linens is the linen, as far as the the washing, washing the linens, the sheets, the, the gowns, gowns, anything that's coming from the hospital that's linen. We were washing it, and they only had like forty people, so I was able to help them staff get their staff up to a hundred percent. Between May twenty one to July twenty one, that was right. Oh, in the like pandemic during the pandemic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was able to step in and help them out because without that part, you know, you can't have a baby. You know, you need clean sheets. So that's really the most important of the hospital. Yeah, man, find a need. Have you yeah. connected with any of the part? Because like this is something that I would say, like from the politician standpoint, they should champion because it's helping the city. Yeah, it's helping people get jobs, especially young people. It's like it's. Is something that could be extremely beneficial. Um, have you gotten support from? Have you connected with any politicians? Have they 
Uh, yeah, I've I've i connected with Mary Sheffield. You know, my, me and Mike Duggan, uh, the mayor, we we we're cordial. You know, we we know each other. But you know, the city of Detroit has their own uh, like staff and agencies type of thing where they try to get people jobs. But um, honestly, the city besides Mike Duggan and the mayor, besides that, nah, the city has. I haven't even got an award. This is really my first interview. You know, believe it or not. So I think some th- things might change. Yeah. Now I'm I'm more than certain, <laughs> but I gotta let them know it's a bag that's coming with my guy. <laughs> I went from no interview to the top urban started <laughs> urban podcast. Yeah, started at man. the top. Now you're here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's, it's 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 amazing what some Chinese food can do, man. <laughs> man. Uh-huh. So the first thing you did when you got to seventeen thousand was was real estate. Yep. Right. And so I'm yep. wondering now, obviously you have time on your hand. Are there other interests that you have? Obviously the staffing is running and you got people in place. There are other interests. Is real estate one of those interests that you have? Yeah. Yeah. Real estate. Uh, me and my fi- uh, fiance uh, sold by Sade, Miss Fire, your landlord. We're, she's actually the top realtor in the city, the uh, city, state of Michigan. Right. Let me say that. Uh, so I have no choice. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if I just bought a house the other day, I didn't even know about. <laughs> just sorry. I got good problems. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the house closed, gotta give them twenty thousand next week. I'm like, what house? Like, don't worry about it. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's dope. I mean, you gotta diversify your portfolio. Yeah, you gotta have have a pivot. You know, you gotta be able to pivot. Yeah. In, in this game. Um, from real estate to staffing to cleaning. You know, the next thing I'm trying to do is transportation. You know, transportation and staffing goes hand in hand because a lot of the people that I'm employing don't have a way to work. Mm. Uh, you know, so you can catch an Uber, but you got to have a couple dollars to catch an Uber. Yeah. So now I want to be able to supply that ride for you to and from work. And then I just take the $15 off on the back end. I should check for you coming to work. So that's the next step far as uh, pivoting for as transportation and, and, and real estate. Yeah. Not it's impressive. I'll be honest with you. This is, this is, re- this is really impressive, Mary. It's one of these things that's, um, it just makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. And you think like, why haven't more people thought about stuff like this? Like, you know, it's it's because this isn't a a game for us. This is more of a white white game, white man. You know, it's no really staffing companies that are owned by white people. You know, uh, Caucasian. I'm sorry. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, this isn't something that we were we were taught about. You know, staffing. You know, I can have a hundred people work eight hours a piece and have a markup on the back end. You know, and be able to scale and, and maneuver and move around and do different things. We weren't talking about staff. We talked about basketball, football, you know, different things like that. But staffing is a need. Cleaning is a need. You know, everyone needs a job. In order to make this happen, you had to hire someone to, you know, to do that, to run the backside. So hopefully from this interview, a lot of more people see this and get motivated about staffing in different states, you know, also cleaning or whatever it may be. Yeah, I think I think that um, it will definitely inspire people. And like I said, it's something that actually, even that transportation thing is crazy because it was an unfortunate situation that happened a few months ago with um, a bus. It was like a bus of people and they had a car accident. But long story short, the bus was coming from New York to Pennsylvania and they were saying that um, it had like a lot of, uh, obviously we have a large Spanish population in New York. So they were taking a lot of like illegal immigrants. But the 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 moral of the story was that obviously there was a staffing company in play here that had a transportation that was taking like poor people that needed jobs to a facility to clean. Mm -hmm. And that facility was like hours away. 
like mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. So it's like now, like I remember that hearing that story on the news. So now when you're saying this, I'm like, oh, this actually, I could understand it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you go into a, a neighborhood where people want to work yeah. and need jobs. Mm-hmm. You say, I got jobs for you. This is what you're going to get paid. Da, da, da. I'm going to give you transportation to and from. And yeah, that's, that's the play right there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's not, much, it's not yeah. much more to it than that. Yeah. And then it's one of these jobs, like you said, it's like, it doesn't really take too much to clean. Yeah. You just have to follow instructions. You have somebody in place that can give instructions um, and you clean. It's yeah. just like, you know. I think it's encouraging, right? Like, I feel like if you we presented that type of situation, I feel like there might be a pride factor. Like, I'm too, I, I ain't cleaning nobody else's mess. But like what you've done is made it like, yo, I'm here with you. Exactly. Which changes the game. That's why I think it's so brilliant. And it reminds me of like, even like your story, like just an entrepreneur in Detroit. Like, let's say we hadn't met each other. Like you've been, you would have been doing this regardless. But the fact that you're here now and we get to highlight somebody's vision. It reminds me like, this is like the the origin of what we used to do. Like find that entrepreneur that's killing it in their city and let's highlight them. Because what your, your story is going to do is spark so many there's like an 18 year old who's graduating college right now or graduating high school right now thinking like, I could do that. Or a 34, like, wait, he did, I could do that. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what you are now going to become for staffing uh, and cleaning for like an entire community, man. So that's my goal. I, I'm, I'm so happy that you're here and, and shared this today. I appreciate you guys yeah. brought, brought me on. You know, uh, this is really big for my city though. You know, we're really on the uprise with entertainment, rap. You know, we I feel like we, you know, one number one city far as, getting signed right now between rappers, actors, you know, we got a a good good thing going. So, but this, I feel like I'm stepping up for the other side as far as the small business, you know, as far as the, the 50,000 small businesses that we have in, in Detroit, you know, now somebody needs some type of push. You know, they're like, dang, I know more. Because a lot of people watching this, they know me from so many different things, mm-hmm. football, basketball, from the projects, whatever it may be. So, you know, I just hope somebody can see this and be like, I'm about to keep going. Mm. Let me find my purpose. You know, let me yes. push, you know. Uh, we just uh, also did a deal with uh, the FBI, well, not the federal FBI. So we're a vendor for them. So that's a lot of places I get to keep people from the work. Uh, when you come from the federal agency, you go to something called a halfway house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the halfway house is really jail. You have no TV, no phone. You know, you're in a room a certain time and you can't come out unless you find a job. So, you know, when I go in there, it's like a, a pound almost. You ever been to the dog pound and people jumping on top of each other at the window? Like, oh, you're giving, you giving them jobs. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, I'm getting all of them jobs. Probably got like 200 people out of there so far. No, that's what's up, Man, That's powerful. Well, the greatest human act is to inspire. So hopefully people are inspired by this. and Educated and motivated and inspired. And um, I think that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will take this and do something productive with it because it's valuable information and it's something, like I said, where it's not impossible to start. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's, it's always going to be opportunities, especially if you live in any type of urban environment, opportunity is all around you. You just got to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. Like our friend from Africa told us. So sometimes, you know, we get spoiled because we just are used to so much stuff mm-hmm. and we just look at it like there's no opportunity, but there's always opportunity. You just got to see it. Yeah, yeah, I just gotta be able to see it, you know. Very witty. I'm very witty. That's why I was when I was in Shinola and they was cleaning up. I'm instantly like, oh yeah, I, I can do that. You ain't gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just about like you say, opportunity is all around us. You know, um, 
I can't think of the ism that that Dan Gilbert had. Is inch that we need is the inch that we need is all around us. You know, that's one of the nineteen isms that um, Dan Gilbert has. So people feel like you know it's no opportunity, but yeah, it's, it's here. It's it's right in front of you. You know, you just got to be able to look at it and and see it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, any last words? What, what's your what's your social media handle, website, all of that? Uh, my website is believe313staffing.com. Uh, my social media is believe313staffing. Um, if you're looking for a job in the Detroit area, contact us. If you're looking for some employees in the Detroit or uh, Southeast Michigan area, contact us. Um, I'm just really here to, to motivate. You know, Anybody that's seeing this from the city, I hope you get some type of motivation and pull something from this. There you have it. Troy, housekeeping items? Yeah, shout out to everybody on EYL University, all our earners. Shout out to everybody that supported the merch. Uh, and shout out to the city of Detroit. Uh, I mean, we, 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 we really found some gems in Detroit, and I'm sure there's plenty more. Like you said, this is going to inspire an entire generation. Um, so thank you for coming, Mario. Uh, shout out to, like I said, shout out to Ken, shout out to Chill, uh, shout out to Jay, everybody in Detroit that's been holding shout us down. Shout out to Jalen Rose. Yeah, shout out to Jalen Shout Rose. out to Southwest T. Yeah, Good dude. My apologies. He's actually, shout out to Southwest he's actually in halfway house. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I got to meet him uh, a couple times. Good dude. Yeah. We met, we met him. Uh, he's Solid. he's actually a big fan of what we, we got We're at his uh, coming home party. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so shout out to y'all and shout out to everybody supporting the merch. This merch right here? No, this merch right here. Zoom in. Very vintage. Zoom in. Zoom in. You see that? Very rare. Let me tell you about the guy who created this. this. <laughs> nah, this is this is our, our limited edition merch. You can go to uh, earnyleisure.com uh, to check it out. This is from our, our Fashion Week edition. Some limited pieces up there. So go support that. Love is love. Yeah, y'all. Thank you guys for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> A mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 support your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at